Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello everyone, my name is Manpreet and welcome to Cut to the Chase. Now yesterday's US inflation report was the key market event and it left a little bit for both the inflation optimists and pessimists. Now at headline level, many of you will already know that the US CPI came in at 8.3% year-on-year, which was within the narrow range where it was both higher than the 8.1% consensus expected, but below last month's 8.5% number, making the case that it was just the peak. Now details as always are more helpful, so if we peel away the layers of the onion, one observation that stood out to us is that shelter, food, airline fares and new vehicles, uh, those were some of the biggest contributors to the inflation number on the upside, while gasoline prices was one of the biggest detractors. Core inflation also rose more than expected and was led by a jump in services inflation. A second observation though is that core goods CPI continued to trend lower, as did used car prices which witnessed their third consecutive monthly price decline. Inflation arguably became less broad-based as well, with one report that came across my desk this morning arguing that the share of CPI categories with accelerating prices was starting to reduce. Now overall, we'd argue that while several details appear to be going in the right direction, on a standalone basis, the balance of details in the report arguably disappoints slightly, at least relative to expectations. However, from a market point of view, the key question remains whether it keeps the Fed on a path to deliver on rate hikes that are already priced in, or causes further repricing higher. Now, markets seem to be as mixed, uh, and the initial reaction did involve uh, full-year rate hikes first being priced modestly higher, but this involved a degree of whipsaw. Shorter-term two-year bond yields rose first before subsequently giving up most of their gains. Equities fell while longer-term 10-year bond yields moved lower. And it, overall, it looks like markets may need to continue looking for a little more confirmation that the worst of Fed repricing is behind us. However, what we found most interesting though was the return of the relationship where bond yields fall when equities fall, uh, given it argues that the unusually high correlation between stock and bond returns could be coming to a close, as we've already started to witness over the past few days now. This is key because it means diversification could once again start to cushion portfolios, uh, a characteristic that has been absent for much of this year, and allow investors to add to risky assets, which is our view, uh, that have sold off recently but within a well-diversified investment allocation. Now that's in the US of course, but just looking outside, China also released its inflation numbers. And while the headline CPI was higher than expected, the focus was on producer price inflation, uh, where prices rose 8%. Now this number is arguably key as it's one illustration of both supply chain constraints and high input prices. However, markets were in a more positive mood, focusing much more so on the Shanghai government statement that eight districts have, to quote, uh, contained the virus at a community level. This coming, of course, even as Beijing's COVID cases halved in recent days. This is key because if you recall, our own view is positive on Chinese and Asian equities based on expectations of policy stimulus. But we've also argued that the economy would need to move first move past the most acute phase of COVID lockdowns before these stimulus measures can really start to have an impact. Finally, before we close, if you follow cryptocurrency markets, you would not have missed the ongoing drama in stablecoins, or in other words, crypto coins that are pegged to traditional assets like the US dollar. Terra USD, a stablecoin that uses an algorithm to alter supply to maintain its value versus the USD, fell to as low as 30 cents to a dollar before partially recovering. Now, the event highlights two points we've focused on quite a bit in our last perspective piece on cryptocurrencies. First, that they can be extremely volatile, so they still should be handled with care in portfolios. And second, that regulation is likely to be key to shaping the future of cryptocurrencies, a point that was emphasized in the Fed's financial stability report, which also warned that stablecoins are vulnerable to investor runs because 
the assets they are backed by can lose value or become illiquid during periods of market stress. So quite a bit to focus on, including following what's going on in the stablecoin space. But let's take a pause there. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and like us. Thanks for listening and wish you a happy trading day ahead. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.